So I want to talk about having space to be yourself in a relationship and the lines between the couple and the two individuals. And I think it's really, really important for us to understand where these things begin and where they end, to understand that even though I'm in a relationship, I'm still a whole person. I have two whole people who are in a relationship together. And if you imagine, again, relationships as two individuals who are standing, facing each other some distance apart, and in between them, there's, there's, there's a circle, or you can say like a, a, something like a, a little mat on the ground. When they come together, they step forward, both of them, and they come together and both of them are standing on the mat. That mat is the relationship. When we're on the mat, we're the couple. It's the two of us. Inside of that, we have dynamics. We have things we do together. We have our connection. We have how we are. We have a culture as a couple. Now, when both of us take a step back and we come off the mats, we're both individuals. And we have our own worlds, preferences, hobbies, interests, friendships, families. You have an entire colorful, full world of your own as individuals. And then you also step onto the mat and have a shared space, which is the relationship for the two of you. Understanding boundaries in the relationship and defining these lines, what I'm talking about in this episode is understanding that I'm entitled to interact with you, talk about ground rules, talk about our culture inside of the couple. It is not my place to reach into your world after you step out and talk about what you do as an individual and as a person. You have this sense of sovereignty as an individual. You have your own world. You have your own relationships. You have your own way of doing things, just like I have my own. Something that I think comes up a lot is where you have two people who have the belief that when they come into a relationship, they need to let go of that individual part. So they consider it like the past and the future. In the past, I had this rich whole world behind me. But now that I've stepped into the relationship, I have to let all of that go. I'm not single anymore. So now I let go of my interests, hobbies, life, friendships, and I just immerse myself. I become fully you know, my whole existence happens on the mat in the couple and I lose myself as an individual. And when that happens, if one person is giving themselves up for the relationship, the other person may not. So the other person still has their friends and their commitments and their hobbies and their discipline. And, and so that person seems to have this whole rich life and I have given up my entire world to be with you. And there's this sense of resentment and there's a power struggle and there's, you never spend enough time with me. How come you're always gone? How come you're always doing these things? Why do you choose to, you know, invest yourself and your time and your focus on other things when I'm here giving my entire world up and I've made you the center of my universe? One person in the couple is essentially putting all of their eggs in one basket. They are making the other person their entire world. And that is unfair to the other person and it's unfair to them because I'm saying you need to replace an entire village. You need to replace my entire universe and be everything for me. And as the person who's hearing that, that sounds like a burden. That sounds like a lot. You're essentially having someone saying my entire existence, mood, uh, you know, desire to socialize, desire to have, you know, emotional intimacy, intellectual conversations, 
uh, share hobbies, go out and do activities, all of this falls on you. And for them to think that, then they expect their partner to do the same. And if their partner doesn't, it feels like a betrayal and it feels like maybe they're not as invested as I am or maybe they don't like me or love me as much as I love them. Maybe they don't enjoy spending time with me because they've made that rule up for themselves. They expect it of the other person. So because I gave up my world, you need to give up your world as well. And that's not fair. In fact, it's actually unhealthy because you're going to be in each other's face 24-7. It's a breeding ground for conflict. You're removing any sense of, of interest and mystery. You are no longer separate individuals. You're becoming this enmeshed kind of unit of a couple constantly instead of it being something that happens part of the time and then part of the time I step off the mat and I have my own world. And I think the danger in that is that if anything happens in the couple, if there's a disagreement or a misunderstanding or a sense of disconnection between the two people, that person who's given up their world feels like their entire world is crumbling. Their entire world is falling apart. They've got all their eggs in that basket and it's being smashed to the ground. And that is, that's incredibly difficult. And I think that it puts that person in such a compromised position and puts so much pressure on the relationship it almost makes them approach the relationship with a desperate energy because I need this because it's all I have if you don't spend time with me if you don't get my needs met if you don't offer me the things that I that I want and that I'm looking for then I'm just I'm I'm gonna starve to death I'm gonna die and no one likes to be in that position and no one likes to be with someone who's desperate so I think that the, the kind of solution to this is to focus on easing yourself back into your own world. If you are that person who's given up everything, how can you start to reintroduce elements of yourself as an individual into your space? How can you start to step off of the couple mat and kind of move back into the comfort of being your own person? Does that mean picking up hobbies that you used to have in childhood? That might mean just learning how to spend time alone, learning how to be okay in your own company, um, learning how to, you know, we use the word self-care, just look after yourself, do things that are meaningful to you that help you feel replenished. And if it's not enough of, of a reason and incentive for you to want to do this for your own emotional health, you have to think about the positive impact that it also has on you in the relationship your partner will also see you as, you know, different and whole and interesting and sovereign and that you belong to yourself and you're your own person and you have preferences and ideas and opinions and interests and you're a whole interesting separate individual that maybe they, they don't know everything about and maybe isn't old or boring or familiar. Maybe you are more than that. And if you aren't allowing yourself to expand and explore that, then how are you going to be able to offer it in the relationship? You won't. So you need to kind of ease yourself into having your own, uh, you know, spend time with friends. You, you shouldn't be having your couple as your sole uh, sense of, you know, human connection. The couple is not the only space. Maybe, maybe the person who you're with hates doing some of the things that you really enjoy doing. And because that's the case, you just stop doing it. You enjoy, you know, going to the movies or theater or attending Islamic courses and they that's not really their vibe and so you stop doing it and you haven't been in years so why not sign up for a weekend course and just go attend 
and you'll meet people there who share the same interests as you, maybe make new connections around the faith, around the study of the Qur'an, coming close to, to the deen. And that could be something healthy and it could be uh, open a door for you for a healthy kind of connection with new people. And that kind of, you're taking the burden off the relationship, you're getting rid of the desperate energy, you're opening yourself up to exploring elements of your personality that you may have kind of uh, set aside or let go of or kind of said, I'm leaving that behind me in the past. Revisit and rekindle and bring back those aspects of yourself. If you love reading, when is the last time you dove into a good novel? When is the last time you sat down and just allowed yourself in your free time to really do something that you enjoy and you aren't, you know, frantically uh, dancing around another person and what they need and trying to show up for them and be there for them and do the things that they want to do and keep them interested and entertained. And it's a little bit full on to have someone kind of always, you know, in your orbit and and it, it can feel stifling. It can feel suffocating to have someone all over you all the time. So for yourself and for your person, stepping back and finding yourself is something that's really, really beneficial and really, really important. And I think that instead of waiting for the relationship to fall apart, or if the relationship were to end, and now you have to pick yourself up out off the ground and find yourself again and reinvent yourself, you don't need the building to fall down for you to start to make positive changes. You don't need there to be destruction before you start to rebuild. Why don't we do some DIY remodeling before the thing burns down? Why don't you work on finding yourself without having to exit the relationship or something you know, really jarring and difficult to happen and shake you out of the complacency of the unhealthy dynamic that you're in? You have an opportunity to make these shifts and these changes without something destructive happening. And I think that, that is, that's really the better way to go about it. Sometimes we don't do that. And so, you know, Allah's decree, he writes for us that something big will happen in our life that's going to shake us out of the norm. And then we're going to start to make changes and adjustments and rebuild ourselves and create a new identity and find ourselves and reconnect with parts of ourselves that we let go of. But I think that you have an opportunity to do that without the destruction. You can reconnect with yourself, renegotiate boundaries reassign some of those eggs to other baskets while you're still in the relationship. And once you change how you show up, I think it will also impact the way it feels when you show up on that mat of the relationship and as a couple. So take time to get to know what it is that you need and seek out sources and people and safe connections that can meet some of those needs, especially if it's something that you're pretty certain that your person or your partner can't offer you. If you know that that's not something that's within their capacity, then find people who can offer that to you in in the appropriate way and get those needs met. Take some of the pressure off the relationship. You get to to have your needs met and it's a win-win. So finding yourself, finding out what you need, rebuilding that colorful, beautiful, interesting world of yours so that you can come back to the couple as a more well-rounded, whole, balanced individual uh, and partner. That's what I wanted to share with you guys. And as always, Jazakumullah khair for listening. And I look forward to sharing more. Yalla. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.